Welcome to Sew and Tell, where sewists from fashion, theater, and indie sewing bring their different perspectives to the hottest topics in the sewing community. I'm Kate Zeinard. I'm Amanda Carestio. And I'm Meg Healy. Today on the podcast, we're talking about another intimidating project, sewing jeans. Then we'll do a lightning round with a wedding twist in honor of Meg's nuptials. We'll each share a little something in our Sojo segment, then we'll ask you to share something too. But before we jump in, let me clarify that we are recording this before Meg is married, before her wedding, but it will be released after. So as we talk about things... Just everybody know, when we're having this conversation, Meg's yeah. not married yet. All right. So how is everybody doing? <laughs> oh, God. You guys are going to be so probably excited once the wedding's over. Then we can just stop talking about it. Oh, <laughs> no. no. Well, a- maybe after we get like a full recap with yeah. all the yeah, juicy after details. All the details and, and all the pictures. Yeah, lots of pictures. So we haven't seen those. Yeah, yeah. Super we have. Excited. I still don't have any idea what this wedding outfit looks like, except I believe there's some lace involved. So I'm very excited to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And just before I uh, we were recording, I sent you guys both a picture that Bunny is just at my feet. So bunnies are doing well. Just Yay. a little bunny. Oh my bunny gosh, check in. <laughs> such a cute picture. He's. Uh, She's like petting him with her foot, and all I can oh, think yeah. is Romulus has been spending all his time under our library table, and I keep wanting to pet him with my feet, but whenever I try, he bites me, so um, it doesn't work out quite as well for me. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, I don't think I've shared on the podcast. That's right. Oh, I don't yeah. think you have. Not a, that we yeah. got a cat. His name is Gus. He's from the shelter. and He, he is so cute. He is amazing, and I think we'd had him two days I was cutting out a bigger pattern piece on the floor, and he came right over, sat on my paper, sat on my fabric, just like, just like the pattern weight he is. Oh, pattern weight. Did you get a picture? <laughs> I didn't know. Oh. I mean, I'm sure it's going to happen again because oh, he course. is all up in my business when I'm, you know, trying to do stuff. But he's pretty lovely. He sounds really amazing, he's, and one of these days I'm going to have to meet him. Yes, yes, indeed. I can't believe two thirds of us have have a cat now. Have a cat, huh? Oh right! No. <laughs> we have quite a, enough cats for all of us. us. Yeah, I have, yeah. Between us, we have enough cats for everyone in this room, plus our engineer, ah! including our engineer, to have cats. So, how cat many for you? How many cats for you? I have three. Exactly. You have so three. if you so if you include Amanda's, we're yes, we're right. Covered. There's there's all cats to go around. Yes, <laughs> lots and lots of cats. <laughs> oh. Well, shall we hop on in? Yeah, let's get started. All right. Well, I am. Really excited to talk about our first topic, which is jeans sewing. I think that um, just in general, it is a classic, classic wardrobe staple, especially for fall. And there, I think jeans is, is kind of one of those sewing milestone projects that you, you put mm-hmm. on your list. Yeah. You probably put it off for a while, and then you finally do it, and you feel like a sewing superhero. At least that was my experience. Um, but that being said, there's definitely a mystique around sewing jeans. So I kind of wanted to talk about that, um, maybe unpack some of that mystique and also and talk about um, what makes jean sewing so intimidating, plus some resources that can help people along their way if they do feel like that's something they want to jump into for the fall. So but we'll start with a little exercise. Repeat after me. Yeah. Jeans are just pants. Jeans are just pants. Jeans are just pants. <laughs> Yay! Well, I know you, know you guys know that, but I think that that was that was a big moment for me when I was thinking about sewing jeans and sewn a bunch of pants, but jeans just felt completely different. Yeah. Yet there's you know the parts and pieces are very much the same too a regular pair of, of pants. Yeah. Um, so um, so let's start there. Have you guys sewn jeans? I have not sewn jeans, and I do realize that jeans are just pants, but I want to remind everybody that I am still struggling. Yeah, <laughs> to, I know. Pants. To arrange a pair of pants that's going to fit well on me. So that's an ongoing problem for me, and yeah. Yeah, understood. I have understood. not I have yeah. not made the jump to jeans, for sure. <laughs> I have sewn um uh, yeah, several jeans, and I haven't made them in a while, definitely a couple of years. But I did, it reminded me, I did on 
Saturday, I did make uh, wear a pair of jean shorts that I did make. So they were kind of a, a sample from when I developed my jeans course. They were one of like a short sample just to kind of they were kind of a wearable sample muslin. So I wore those on the weekend. And nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's a great point, actually. And I see a lot of people muslin yeah. jeans patterns yep. and like start sewing jeans with shorts yep. because yeah. you, know, you don't have it's to. It's just a, not a waste of. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. and it just feels maybe just a little bit less intimidating mm-hmm, um, for sure to jump into. But um, so what do you guys think? What are the most intimidating things about sewing jeans? I think for me, it was definitely the top stitching. Um, oh, because yeah. that I think and that, you know, it's just a different beast when you're putting um, something the thread that's a little bit thicker into your sewing yeah. machine mm-hmm. and kind of um, figuring out how that works. But my tip is don't actually use top stitching thread. Oh yeah, you because just use like you just color exactly. Yeah. I used mm-hmm. a a thread that was kind of the same color as top stitching thread, um, but I I decided at some point that that was kind of the thing that was keeping me from doing it, and hmm. then I was like, well, that's kind of silly. Like, who makes up the rules about what jeans are? You exactly. can sew on the pockets and you know the details with you know a contrasting thread and move on with your life. I mean, heck, yeah. you can sew on all that stuff with matching thread. I've that done you that can too. never see if exactly. you're, that's if you're into sh- sh- crooked or anything. And I think that's a good way to start too. If you start mm-hmm. with the you, matching thread, you can kind of get the technique down a little bit um, because it yeah. is, you know, it is different if you are, um, if you haven't sewn a lot of um, stitching that shows, but I, it's really mm-hmm. kind of similar to quilting where, the stitching is kind of a design feature. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if, you, if you've if you done a quilting project, you can kind of, you know, you can transfer mm-hmm. that into to top stitching. Um, what else? What do you think? Is it is it the button, I just have a, the fly? I just have a question. I have a question sure. and more of an open discussion. Um, what qualifies jeans as jeans? Is it the denim fat? Like what if I were to sew sometimes a simple pant with like a facing and a side seam invisible zipper in denim and like no pockets, no Are those still jeans? I think they're still jeans. Are I they? Think that, just, I think the, does denim make the jeans I think jeans? the denim or like – like a like a heavy <laughs> canvas or you know something like yeah. a, like a really heavy duty fabric. That's to me. That's what really makes the jeans. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I th- I am sure there are purists out there. Yeah, who are yeah, jean purists. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that if I think if the if the rules are getting in the way of you yeah. doing the thing, then. <laughs> Push them to the side and do the thing, and you've made jeans. Well, and to yeah. be honest, if I like, if you made that pair of pants that you just described, and I called them jeans, and so and somebody said, "Oh, well, those aren't jeans because they don't have X, Y, and Z," then I would say, "Well, what would you call them then?" And then they would say denim pants, and I would say, "Like jeans, like because jeans. Yeah, that's what a jean is." I know, I know. Um, so I don't know. I guess there's probably. I don't know. I don't know. Is there is there like a, a official definition of what a gene is out there? There I'm, probably is. We I'm should have sure. looked it up. I'm sure. But I mean, yeah. I think that there are some. I think top stitching is one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. It's just like, like kind of that. Cl- I just that classic. Yeah, yeah, and like the five pocket thing. Yeah. I think is yeah. with the little coin pocket in the front. Right. And the fly front zi- or the the zipper or yes. a button up fly. Exactly. Like kind of those classic details. Right. With the hardware. Yeah. And, and you know, denim is uh, generally a twill, and so it unravels really easily. So you tend to look at a flat felt seam or some exactly. other sort of Sturdy. fancy seam mm-hmm. to yeah. keep it from just falling apart and that tends to make me a little nervous too especially mm-hmm. doing all of that in a heavyweight fabric because yeah. like a flat felt seam is hard enough when you're doing it in a cotton that's super easy to press mm-hmm. and you know pretty thin then you find yourself doing it on a on a denim that's also easy to press because it's also cotton but still you know it gets scarier you yeah. worry about breaking your needles and all that sort of thing so and mm-hmm. I, I think another factor that is intimidating for people, people is the denim itself because it's, oh, totally. you know, you you can go into a fabric store and there are so many blends. If you're if you're looking at if you're looking at a rigid jeans pattern, something that does not have stretch, 
you know, I think that's a little bit easier. But when you if you want to make stretch jeans, it's, mm-hmm. you know, do you, is this the right amount of stretch? Is this the right amount of yeah. whatever it's mixed with? Um, I made some jeans, some stretch jeans that it was like a modal denim blend. And I had to wear those things like three times without putting on the waistband because they were so stretchy. I mean, it was almost oh. like um, yeah. a jeggings type like a material, jegging. but it was it mm-hmm. was more sturdy and they've held up really well. And the denim is so soft, but I would wear them and they would stretch out and I'd stitch them tighter and then I'd wear them yeah. and they'd stretch out. So um, I think I think that is, can be really intimidating to people. It was for me. Um, and I've, it, you know, there's a lot of different blends and percentages out there um, to experiment with, particularly for stretch jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, on that topic, when you guys buy or make jeans, do you prefer stretch or do you like a rigid jean? Which is, I guess that's I the fancy that's the fancy term yeah. for non-stretch. Yeah. I, I like stretch jeans. Oh, I need a stretch. I just. I love a stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I really like the look of a rigid jean, especially, I know. you know, like the high-waisted yeah. ones. And I have a couple mm-hmm. pairs, and I love them. And I will say that denim has, you know, some stretching qualities. Like if you, yeah. you know, you wash them, and they're tight. Yeah. But then if you wear them a couple times, they will they will they definitely like give a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I think that's... That's about as far as I can go with the rigid jean, oh. though. Yeah, well, the worst is when I remember when I was little and the kind of stretch jeans weren't totally right a thing, and it's just when they come out of the washing machine, you oh. first wig the like the jean wiggle. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the, uh, the squat and bounce. Oh, <laughs> just like and then they'll, uh-huh. they'll jump in there, and then the, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, I I work in an office. I sit in an office chair basically all day. I want my jeans to be moving with me because yeah. if I have to sit in a pair of rigid jeans for eight hours, I'm going to mm-hmm. be very uncomfortable by the yeah. time I get to the end of the day. The only rigid jeans I like are vintage. What if I go thrift some because they've been kind of worn right. and torn. So I love some vintage jeans, which I have. I have some that I just adore, but I would I, I don't think I've ever bought a new pair of non-stretch non-stretch ones. Yeah, and definitely I would say too, like the non-stretch ones I have are both wide leg because mm-hmm. I cannot oh, I, mean, yeah. I really oh, like yeah. the idea of making a pair of non-stretch boyfriend jeans, but mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know. I, it would impede my ability to do karate kicks and I, I don't know. Like but she does a lot, you know. I just do. like every day I turn uh, a corner I need to be and I able see her. <laughs> <laughs> they're just yeah, they're just so restricting. The fabric can be a little unforgiving. Yeah. And mm-hmm. y'all know how I feel about elastic waist pants. Yes, I do. So um well, even if you haven't sewn jeans, um, you might have seen a few patterns out there that kind of catch your eye or tempt you and I I did I kind of went to talk through those um Meg do you have any favorite jeans patterns um well really the only ones that I have sewn are the ones in my jeans course on uh Berta Academy and they are um they're the floral skinny jeans from the March 2014 issue pattern number 115 and they're kind of just like that classic um you know, five pocket jean with the fly front and the waistband, the skinny, skinny style. So that's the only um, pattern I've really delved into. But um, in last, uh, no, 2017 of December, Berta came out with a jeans pattern that has like a flounce on the hem. And they're just super, like it's so cute. It's like a skinny leg and then like a little ankle flounce. And I was like, that is so cute. So I want to make those next is my... My next jeans. Um, that reminds me of another question about jeans preferences. Oh, yeah. Are you guys, what kind of leg do you like? Are you more of like a straight leg, skinny leg, little bit of flare, wide leg? Where do you fall on the spectrum? I basically always wear boot cut because uh, skinny is not a good look for me. So uh, I like something that, that flares a bit. Mm-hmm. 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 I've been having a... I, I'm getting more into the wider leg um, for sure, but I do – I have mostly have skinny jeans just because it's just easier to wear with with shoes. I, I 
don't like a if I have a wide kind of bell bottom pair I don't I always have to wear a heel or a boot with a heel with it but with skinny jeans you could wear you know boots tucked in or shoes or sandals or anything so it's just kind of skinny is just easier for me to wear yeah for sure I, That's, I could gravitate to that I definitely I have skinny jeans and then I have wide leg jeans yeah um, I did make a pair of ginger jeans and kind of the stovepipe leg um, mm. and I did like that it was kind of yeah, nice in between yeah, yeah. and it was mm. also really good for um, colder weather like boots kind of tuck up into right. there you know so oh, okay um, so and they're yeah they're cute um, well a couple of patterns that um, I just want to throw out there that um, I think are really good starting place and we'll put all of these in the show notes um, for you guys um, I think definitely a good place to start is the closet case um, mm-hmm. patterns ginger jeans and I I've made three pairs of those plus a pair in a stretch twill Ooh. are those jeans you guys if they're twill but they're not um, blue I think so Hmm. I think so. These are, these are you deep have questions, yeah. how, you guys. How yeah. thick is the fabric? It's pretty. It's actually a pretty thin stretch twill. Then probably not. I feel like you have to have a certain weight mm-hmm. to be to to be a jean. But yeah. I feel like you can have like a twill is like basic a denim and twill. Yeah, maybe. exactly. They're not that different. I don't actually care if they're jeans or not. Yeah, but <laughs> because I wanted I wanted to see you know if you could take a jeans pattern because I love the styling of jeans. But do it in more of like an office fabric or like a just like a higher end fabric. They're pretty cute. I haven't worn them to the office very much because they're not quite as stretchy as they need to be. But uh, um, they're still great. And then on the flip side, there are the Morgan jeans um, from Closet Case as well. And those are rigid. And those have been on my list for a little while. Um if you're looking for something that is very curve friendly, the Ames jeans by Cashmerette are highly recommended, um, and also the um, Megan Nielsen Dawn and Ash jeans. Um, those are not. I would say those are not quite as curve friendly. Um, that I don't. I actually don't know what the size range is there, but Dawn rigid jean. It's a very um, kind of high waisted wide leg mom jean look um, that I love and the ash jeans are more of a traditional skinny um, skinny mm-hmm. leg stretch jean um, the other jeans that I have personally made a lot of are um, the lander pants by True mm. Bias which are not yeah. it's not a jeans pattern they were intended for kind of a heavier twill that was non-stretch um, but I have made two pairs of jeans using that pattern and I love them. Um, oh, nice. And I will say that Kelly in our office here made a pair with stretch denim and I am doing that next time because there's just a little bit more give and mm-hmm. it really, um, the pattern really held up even with a stretch denim. So, um, mm-hmm. and I think, I mean, I think that's part of the point too is if you have a favorite pants pattern that you know fits you really yeah. well, then genus genus <laughs> i mean you can you can add all of the details you can top stitch the belt loops you can top yeah. stitch the pockets mm-hmm. um but really i think that i don't know i'm i'm for less rules about jeans making if it means that people are less intimidated yeah for sure yeah absolutely yeah can we just talk about the rise of a jean too I do we all love like a, I like them when they're like really at my waist like yes high waist oh I can't. god no yeah <laughs> you don't like that Kate? oh I have a super high waist and if I wear things oh. at my waist they're basically right at the bottom of my rib cage and they're like <laughs> highly uncomfortable I cannot stand that. even in I, a stretch fabric even in a stretch I want something that's gonna sit more mid rise yeah I just well, I don't I, I know I, I know it's totally it in right now and I just I can't stand it and I don't care. I don't need to be fashionable. I need to be comfortable. Honestly, oh, no, for sure. I thought the same thing about high-rise waists. And then I made some, and I'm never going back. Because I, I feel like they're oh, actually yeah. very comfortable. And I'm not as concerned about them sliding down or yeah. you know any kind of peakage or creepage or anything like that. In the way that um, I think one of my pairs of ginger jeans is the mid-rise 
Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I can't, I don't think I can go back. But I did, yeah. I have heard that the um, the low-rise gene is potentially coming back, which Oh, that's, makes, I can't yeah. do that. I can't. I oh. I don't know anybody who's excited about that. I <laughs> uh, just thinking of some of the genes that I would wear in high school. Oh is gosh, it's it's I know it's painful, so right? I know it's painful it's just to think absolutely, about it. Absolutely, absolutely painful. I know. Once I made my first high rise um, and that waistband touched my belly button, I was hooked. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. I'm there. I didn't think I would be. I was really yeah. surprised. But I do mm-hmm. like them. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing I think um, that is really helpful for people looking to make jeans, getting over the hump of being intimidated, is to know that there are a lot of jeans sewing resources out there. Um, mm-hmm. So I went to talk about a few of those and feel free to chime in if you've got a favorite. Um, Closet Case Patterns has a jeans sewing course. Um, as does Cashmerette, it's jeans making for curves. So um, some, you know, particulars of sewing for a curvy figure included in there, which I love. Um, I've seen a few copycat jeans making courses. So if you have, you know, a pair of jeans that you really love, they're kind of falling apart. There are mm-hmm. some courses out there that show you how to take the jeans apart and use them as a pattern, oh, um, yeah. which I think is is worth it when it comes to jeans, especially if you have because that that's favorite the, pattern. The, it's or your fit, fa- yes, too. exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many different types. Even when shopping, it's like finding that fit, too. Right. It's just grueling. Right. Yeah. Um, there are a number of sew-alongs out there. So, you know, I think, I think Closet Case actually has one where you it really steps out each um, kind of step of the jeans making, which I think is really helpful to see um, more even in more depth than you would mm-hmm. have in a normal set of pattern instructions. Um, and also, there are a lot of in-person workshops. Yeah, and, for sure. And I'm glad you brought up about fit because I do think that fit can be really intimidating. I've seen a couple of in-person courses where people will have, they'll bring um, a bunch of different sizes of a certain pattern. So you can try mm-hmm. them on yeah. and really kind of get oh a my- sense of, what is going to work for you, which I think is genius. And hey, genius. Is that a sewing <laughs> pun? Oh, that's a sewing yes, pun. That sewing is. Pun for Amanda. Oh. <laughs> See, it was I accidental. Step up my game. Oh, I think I'm still catching up to you guys. Um, <laughs> but I, and I wouldn't not list Meg's sewing jeans course. Yeah, of course not. And that was, mm-hmm. tell us more about that. I think that one is also kind of focused on fit and yeah, it's kind of taking the mystery out of it. Yeah, just breaking down every little step. I, I think I've said this before in the podcast, too. I've actually gone back and learned from myself when I was re-sewing a fly front zipper. I rewatched that video. I was like, oh, it's so clear now. Thanks, Meg. <laughs> so I just kind of break I down every step. And in terms of the pattern, I show how to alter the pattern too to if you find you know the fit that you like you can make it different ways and swing out the hemline make it wide leg you know add certain um, aspects and then also how to in terms of fit actually have a jeans um, a pair of jeans that you like the fit of Mm -hmm. and get I'm all about getting the measurements you know from side seam to and then using that you know the thigh across the thigh and then making a custom size line from the pattern so actually having pair of jeans next to you that you like and transferring that fit over I'm all about that I, so I love that touch on that and then yeah and then distressing the denim too I also have a last oh, that's right bit about kind of slashing it up I know I if I come across another person I I'm so over this joke when especially it's usually like my parents or something too it's uh, they're like I can't believe, you know, kids and the holes in your jeans, they're oh more, ex- I can't believe they're more expensive with the holes. I'm like, this has been in style for so long and that joke just not happen anymore. <laughs> you know, I bought some jeans that had a hole in the knee. It was probably my last pair of ready to wear jeans and my daughter, you know, oh, she was really? six at the time. She's like, you just bought these? And I was like, yeah. yeah. She's like, but they have a hole in them. I know. <laughs> but that's because I always get on to her about wearing holes in her leggings because that happens a lot. Um, I also wanted to mention that 
um, the Love to Sew podcast actually did a recent episode on denim, and I thought uh, they have some really good oh, resources over there. Nice. So I'd love to link over to them, um, which I, I just think that's, um, I mean, it's an important part of jeans making, and I think just increasing your understanding about denim, stretch percentages, how it all works. And they also, they have some um, distressing information, distressing information, mm-hmm. jeans distressing uh, <laughs> how-tos for, um, that I think are really helpful. So, um, so yeah, you should listen to this episode and, and follow up with some denim insights and then take the leap. You know, I mm-hmm. think it's break it down, get, get some resources, whatever you need to do to yeah. make it so that, you, you feel as confident as you can going into the process and just mm-hmm. start because I will say too that jeans so intimidating felt amazing after making them and also yeah. thought why did I wait so long it really mm-hmm. is like any other sewing project it's just a process so mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that jeans are just pants they're just pants they're just <laughs> pants and if you have pants that fit you that is a Good reason to sew jeans. Just make them in denim. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just sew jeans. jeans. And f- jean it. Jean <laughs> it and forget the rules. Like lighten yeah. up and yeah, get sewing. Nice. Wait, I have a denim jumpsuit. Is that jeans? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please inundate um, us on Instagram with yeah. <laughs> questions about whether we'll you, what polls. you've made is, this, is, is are jeans or not. <laughs> And, and we will answer them all with a yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. All right. We are back with a sewing lightning round. Woo! And this time we have a special theme in honor of Meg's upcoming wedding. That will yes. actually have already happened by the time you listen to this. Yeah. I, I hope it was great. Everybody. I'm sure it was. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. <laughs> I'm sure it was. And my future self, I'm probably very relieved yeah, you it's are. over. And in just, You're so you know, relaxing I don't right have now. to think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have dreams about, you know, awful things happening. So you know, enjoy that future, Meg. Enjoy the moment. <laughs> but um, So we're, we're going to talk about... Um, and ask each other fun questions about wedding-themed sewing. Yeah, Let's kick it off. How about you, Meg? Okay, so this is a little would you rather. So, would you rather have your seam or zipper pop on your wedding dress on, you know, on your wedding day or trip and fall down the aisle? Ugh, that's brutal. Ah. I know. They're both horrible. I know. I know. But you know what? I I have to say, for me, I think I'd rather trip because then Mm -hmm. I can stand up, say, okay, let's start over again, guys. Run to the back. Start it over. (laughs) Have the videographer just get rid of the part where I tripped. And uh, with the seam or the zipper, then you have to somehow get it fixed or you spend that's, your entire yeah, wedding where something popped it. open. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'd rather have the one that was humiliating rather than the one that was very difficult to fix. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Me too. I'd, I'd go with the like quick humiliation, laugh at myself, stand back up and continue on with oh. my wedding. How about you, Meg? Yeah. I, I get so embarrassed with trips and yeah. falls. Like I like I would rather honestly have like a seam pop because then I would because I am gonna plan to have like a sewing machine at the venue <laughs> and just and then I'm also have backup dresses too. So I just couldn't like I just just even thinking about that I'm getting like extreme anxiety. It's not gonna happen. Neither <laughs> one. It's definitely not gonna happen. <laughs> and just knowing me, it like it could really happen, but I don't know. I'm doing lots of practicing in my shoes. Okay, good. Gosh. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> These are tough. All right, your question, yeah. Kate. Oh, okay. My question. Okay, so what's your favorite type of fabric embellishment? Wedding specific? What? Yeah, sort of, but it doesn't have to be. Mm. Um, you know, it's like, for me, it's rhinestones. I like sparkly uh, things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my wedding dress had a lot of rhinestones and beads and stuff like that on it so what do you guys think Meg um I think I'm a little 
Um, I I like I'm liking like matte things so far. So I think even an embellishment would be sort of an embroidery that's mm-hmm. not yeah. like shot like, like a be- tone like on tone, non beading or se- yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of like loving that that right now. So not too many like glitzy things. I'm yeah. surprised. So I I'm I know I know it's just it's yeah just what I'm feeling yeah. lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that is true though. Like what what I liked for my wedding. 12 years ago is definitely my tastes are way different yeah. now which I think is you know something fun to consider maybe maybe have a a, cel- a wedding celebration and do it all over again mm-hmm. I still like mm-hmm. the sparkly things you do I, I did when I was yeah. get, when I got married I still like the sparkly yeah. things I still like you. it now yep. <laughs> well as you said in last episode you love that high shine trend yeah. right yes. yeah shiny sparkly I tend to yeah I tend to gravitate towards that sort of stuff I think there was a lot of metallic mm-hmm. thread on my wedding dress too Nice, I think. Oh, I hate metallic thread. Like, working yeah. with it. I, I do oh, like yeah. the look of it, but working with it is just nightmarish. It's but let me remind oh, you, Meg, awful. I did not make my wedding dress. I know. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't either. And my dress was actually, um, it was kind of like a T-length strapless. And it had, it was made with um, two layers, but the top layer was eyelet. And it was the stitching oh. was like white on white, so um, oh. it was just you know kind of textural. Um, that sounds like such a pretty dress. It, I love a tea yeah, length. That's it was so not nice. fancy. It was like a ninety nine dollar dress, and I wore it. Oh. It was um, everybody on the girl side of the wedding party wore cowboy boots, so I had my little oh my like tea length dress and cowboy boots, and yeah, it was it was a fun time. Nice. Oh, I love yeah. that. All right, mm-hmm. Meg, I think you're up with your hard-hitting oh, yes, question. I know. Okay, so this is um, a question about, uh, it's a yay or, yay or nay, and then like a who wore it better. And I just want to start off by saying, you know, these both of these lovely royals obviously like looked drop-dead gorgeous. I don't like to, you know say anything but Meghan Markle's wedding dress I know it was controversial when it came out are we a yay or a nay on her wedding dress I know there was like lots of you know things floating out there well I had to look it up because I could not remember (laughs) but I'm definitely a nay I think it's kind of boring yeah yeah okay I think it was I think it was very good for her I would not have worn it but I think that I think that it suited her so, I just feel like she takes, I mean, I don't know if she takes fashion risks, but she's she does, yeah. you know, like have an iconic look. And I just, I don't know, I thought she would do something a little bit more yeah. outside the box. I, I was definitely, I, I was definitely up at 5 a.m. watching you? the wedding. And nice. when, yes, I was. We had a little, my like future sister-in-law and mother-in-law, we, um, we were, had a little tea party in the morning and we wore our fascinators that we made and we... Had, you know, that's we did awesome. The wedding watching, yeah. And so when we saw her first, I mean, obviously she looked gorgeous, but it was just the dress was for me a little underwhelming. Yeah. But her second dress, I will. She came out in a Stella McCartney dress for her second look, and th- like that was gorgeous. It was like a halter mm. gathered dress. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. That so. one was really stunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I know the the answer to our next one. So it's Megan or Kate's dress. We just saw, oh, I just realized both both of the royals. Oh my gosh, you guys are I just oh. realized that. I hadn't thought oh about that gosh. either. <laughs> I had not thought about that. <laughs> it was funny because I was even thinking about the fact that you were Meg and you were Megan while I was looking her up today. And I just, I yeah. didn't put together the fact that I'm also Kate. Isn't that, that funny? Is You're funny. also Kate. We're royal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> royal names. Well, <laughs> that's so funny. The answer for me, of course, is I like the sparkly, more embellished things. So for me personally, I would have chosen Kate's. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was just a little bit more. I mean, it it had it was more lace across mm-hmm. the top. Yeah. I do not. I'm not a lace person, but I just felt like mm-hmm. it had more style, more impact, more uh, flavor. Yeah. yeah. They were both mm-hmm. pretty understated. Yeah. But, um, and they probably yeah. have to be and need to be. But right. Yeah. No, I loved Kate's dress. I was so um loving Kate's more than Megan's for the day. I just, yeah, it was felt like a, like a, not a fashion risk, but it was, it's, it's very like 
kind of edge, edgy for the time. It felt like when I first saw it then, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't have thought of that as a wedding dress. And so I just, I just loved it. That's so funny. I can't believe we didn't really uh-huh. have Megan and Kate. That's so, I still can't get over that. I love that. <laughs> All right, Kate, what's your next hard-hitting question Oh, my next hard-hitting us? question. Okay, so in your opinion, do wedding dresses have to be white or off-white or can they be some other color? And I'm not talking just like touches of color. I mean, like full on, full other on color. other color. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. I'm so yay for this. Yay yeah, for, for other colors. You'll, you'll, yes, I'm very yay for other colors. You'll see if I did that or not. But <laughs> <laughs> I know I went with a pretty. I mean, I went with a white dress. It was that was pretty much the only thing traditional about it. I think, but I am totally for. Wearing yeah. whatever color you feel the most amazing yeah, in. I agree. And I feel like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. White, I don't wear a lot of white now. And I don't think it was particularly flattering for me at the time. And um, I don't know. I'm just not very tied to the rules. And yeah. I, it's, I think it's all about. You gene it, guys. Gene it. <laughs> just gene it. <laughs> denim. Is, is this denim wedding dress jeans? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> yes. love that. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, it should be all about you. And I mean, I know that when you are planning a wedding and you're, you know, having a wedding, a lot of family pressure comes into play and you oh, have yeah. to figure out how to kind of navigate that for yourself. So you do um, what is the best for you, but feel amazing. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I uh, mm-hmm. I think you should do whatever makes you happy. Um, I went pretty traditional. Mine was ivory, actually, because white does not actually look that great on most people. I don't think it looks that good um, on most my, people. Yeah, my maid of honor, mm-hmm. who also works at a bridal store, she's like, yeah, we're, we're not buying you a white wedding dress you're, yeah. you're not going to be in white you're going to be in off white and I'm like okay because mm-hmm. she knows what she's talking I about I love an ivory I think ivory is so mm-hmm. pretty yeah. I love ivory well and I mean it mm-hmm. red is white it was fine it wasn't like dark or anything but uh, mm-hmm. but I also had this friend um, somebody I knew in high school and I did not get to go to her wedding because I was working that day but she sent pictures after and she she was super pale she was like porcelain with light blonde hair mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. She, apparently she took one look at the whole idea of a white red, wedding dress and said uh, no and so she picked a like crimson red ball gown <gasps> and oh I love that it was that. so stu- it was it was surprising it was almost shocking and her her bridesmaids were actually all in white um or ivory or something oh, that's like that cool. I, it's a cool twist mm-hmm. but yeah she was mm-hmm. it was it was stunning it really was so um and I know I know Abby has told me my friend Abby has told me about some of the um color options that some of the dresses come in in the store like you know you can get this one in hot pink and black and it's like okay that's that's awesome. I hope some people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Back to you, so, Meg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me. Okay. So this is a, a would you rather. So would you rather have to sew all of your bridesmaids' dresses or let your bridesmaids pick them out themselves, but you hate them all? Based on how stressed I was before my wedding, I think I'd go with let them pick their dresses and hate them. Oh, really? Yeah. Same. Um, really? That's a lot of, I mean, I think I had maybe five bridesmaids. That's a lot of dresses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is true. But could you imagine just hating, like, I actually hate, like, they're in so many pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine hating them? Well, I mean, as long as they were happy with them, there's, I mean, that does make a difference. My uh, I my bridesmaids did actually get to pick their dresses. I gave them a line to pick from. You know, oh, okay. and and I told them what color they had to wear, um, but they got to pick the actual style of the dresses. And, oh, okay. You know, they. I think two of them picked the same one, and the others all picked something different. They looked lovely, mm-hmm. and I was all for it. We did. There was a lot of latitude um, for our wedding. The both the groomsmen and the bridesmaids wore black and white. So there were dresses oh, that were like cool. white with a little bit of black embellishment. There were black dresses with white embellishment. And then on the um, groomsmen side, they all wore the same kind of, I can't remember what the style of shirt is, but it's basically, um, it might be kind of like a Cuban style shirt, 
there was there's embroidery down the front in black and it was on a white base. So oh. it just you know it didn't it wasn't so super cool. cohesive, but everybody kind of um, gave it their own flavor, and um, I really I really enjoyed that. But I was definitely less. Um, didn't didn't feel as compelled to control that part of the mm. process. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just I wanted yeah. my my bridesmaids all had very different bodies, and I wanted yeah. them to all to feel good in their dresses. So that's why I mm-hmm. decided that they could pick their own within a certain limit. Um, mm-hmm. I did uh, sunrise colors, so there was actually nice. a whole spectrum of different colors. My maid oh. of honor was in peach, and then it went through two shades of pink, and then a kind of mauve and a purple at the end. It was really cool. Nice. Oh, wow. That is Yeah, cool. I'll throw some pictures up on oh. the uh, show notes page. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to see. But I don't think yeah, we've heard much about your your bridesmaids. Meg, what's the I, plan? I don't have any. You don't have any. I, no, no, I don't have any. It's, yeah, I just decided I just didn't want any. And I think all my friends are, then it's like the choosing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, because we're not doing like formal pitch, like we're not doing like, you know, the stand in the line pictures. And um, so I just have, so Julian has one sister and I have one brother. So that we're kind of doing like siblings, just the best man and nice. one of our witnesses. And so and they can just, they're wearing what, what, what they want. So yeah, so I'm not having bridesmaids, but if I were, I was, I was joking. Um, I was going to do, if I were to have bridesmaids. I was going to do like a bridesmaid sewing boot camp where they had to <laughs> sew the dresses that they made and they had to wear the dresses. I think I yeah. remember oh, talking about this plan. Yeah, I remember bringing that up. For, and so I always think that's a good idea. But then the, yeah. the thought of doing that now. That's a and, lot. And I think everyone's really, um, I know everyone's excited about, you know, the wedding and they're kind of, a lot of family and friends are coming up to me and saying, you know, this is the chance where I'm going to wear that, you know, piece in my wardrobe that maybe... I have never worn before. If I think it's too fancy or too out there or too stylish, a few of my friends are renting dresses. Wow. From like rent, you can just rent it like a runway dress for the evening. So I think it's, it's going to be quite a stylish affair because it's an excuse to totally. know me and how my style. And yeah, so yeah, I'm excited to see what everybody wears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Which, I think that we're down to the last question. Yes, this is the last what question. Yeah. All right. What's the best way to reuse your wedding or bridesmaid dress? Oh. Mm. You know, I actually reused my wedding dress by wearing oh, really? it as a bridesmaid to my best friend's wedding. Oh, nice. She, she switched things up, and the bridesmaids wore white. So, oh, oh sorry. That's so yeah, cool. They did wear white, and she yeah. had a dress that was kind of this like muted, um, taupey color, and it was gorgeous and I uh, made a little belt for my dress that was in the same color and I also added um, like a little underlay to the bottom of the dress that was in the same kind of brown color fabric Mm -hmm. so um, so yeah I definitely repurposed now it's sitting in my closet of course of course how about you guys well well I think yeah I think I could just definitely I would you wear it again apart I would wear yeah. it again for sure. Could you yeah. could you dye it? Would you dye it? Oh yeah, I totally I totally could dye. Yeah, you could totally dye yeah. it or yeah, tear it apart and make it different components, do that. Yeah. I would do that. I uh for bridesmaid dresses, I would definitely pop those suckers on to go to the uh theater. That sort of mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, you know, d- dress up a little bit. Situations like that. Um, I have not yet come up with a good r- way to rewear my wedding dress, which is you know a very traditional off-white ball gown, and so with lots of sparkles and a train that bustles. So yeah, I'm I I can't think of it. If I was a different type of person, I might you know rip it up and go as a zombie for Halloween zombie yeah. bride or something I was just gonna say you could do uh, you could do or a zombie kind of like, or corpse bride cosplay? type like sitch. couldn't you oh yeah make a costume uh, I don't know maybe I'd have to come up with something that looked even vaguely like my wedding dress to, yeah. to do but maybe of course I don't think I necessarily fit into my wedding dress anymore yeah. but we haven't Me really either. gotten to that Me yet friends <laughs> Now, oh, I know you see the. Do you keep them in those box? You know those like bridal boxes or like that form and you know like the traditional. I, like, I, 
big boxes. Those are so funny. I should have, but I haven't done that. Yeah. Like, where is your store right now? Where do you it's keep it? It's in my guest room closet in a garment bag. Exact same. Oh. Yeah. And, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Really? And the, the petticoat, because I had an enormous petticoat under it, um, is like stuffed in a garbage bag and on the clo- on the shelf of the closet. And probably my veil is like balled up and stuck mm-hmm. in there somewhere too because um, wow at the end of the day you just really want to put everything into something and walk away from it mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. now I am so inspired I think when I got married um, I almost said when I got married the first time I don't know why that was uh, oh my come out of my mouth <laughs> I think it's because I, I you know we could we should do some kind of like wedding celebration but I, I wasn't sewing a lot um, at that time, and I think now my oh, approach okay. would be completely different, and I would I would make a dress for it, but it would be pretty mm-hmm. simple. As, as I say, with similar to jeans, like sewing my own wedding dress wasn't like everyone's like oh freaking yeah yeah out. Like, oh my gosh like it, a wedding dress is just a dress in in like whatever color right it's it's doesn't have Absolutely. to be this crazy intimidating thing like maybe just use like you could have a really nice simple silhouette just in a really nice fabric like it you can sew your own wedding dress. It's similar to jeans. It's just another yeah. You absolutely can to be this. And, but if you yeah. want to have a very fancy ball gown and don't want to sew it, then oh no, <laughs> that's true. That is true. Though. Yeah, but it, exactly. It, but it, exactly. You yeah, you buy that. Well, <laughs> and, you know, I mean, as I said, my best friend works at a bridal shop, and so I get to hear stories, and she shows me pictures of these projects she's working on, and how she's, you know, taken oh, yeah. taken like extra lace and and like built. You know, jackets to go over things and, you know, um, had somebody do hand beating on her on on the lace that she then appliques on. And I mean, it's true. I mean, all that it's it's, you know, the dress comes in, but the the alterations and changes that people make to those things, even the purchase ones, it's amazing what they do. And Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, Mm -hmm. my friend who has probably better sewing skills than I do, let's be honest, but. Um, that's because she spends her entire life working on complicated wedding dress stuff as opposed to me yeah. who tries to sew the easiest tank tops I can find. So, Yay, tank mm-hmm. tops. Yay, tank tops. Yeah. And just saying from someone who sewed you know, their wedding dress, it's just such a good fe- like feeling. It's I'm just so excited yeah. that I did that. I'm very proud of myself, and it just literally came out. I couldn't have even thought to buy something as perfect as what that's exactly what I wanted so just you know as as I would have been you know the first pair of jeans that I made it's like it's it's very I'm very proud yeah. I can't wait to see it I oh. know and I have to wait like two more weeks or something from from yeah. the time of recording yeah, but <laughs> yeah from the time of recording yeah this have already like been out and I can't time of uh, listening something like that <laughs> and I can't wait when we all reconvene yes. after and we can it'll be kind of our fi- our you know last kind of wedding wedding talk I'm sure we'll all be sick about hearing and talking about oh, it sure. but yeah well can't wait can't wait to hear about it mm-hmm. yeah so should we jump into our sojo today let's do it yes yeah let's do it so who wants to go first M- Amanda you go first I forgot to think of one I have to think really <laughs> oh. fast <laughs> Um, I have one, and it's not jumpsuit related. Thank you. Mine is my um, London capsule that I'm working on. Oh, yes. Which actually Ooh. does have a jumpsuit in it. But of course it does. Aside from that, um, I am going to London in early October, and I put together a little, um, just a couple of pieces that I want to make. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be able to get to everything. Um, there's mm-hmm. a dress. There are actually two jumpsuits. Um, there's a jacket. There's a pair of basic um, black pants, the Alexandria peg trousers, and I'm going to sew them in a Liverpool knit. Um, because, and they're, like, really comfy for travel. Um, so, yeah, there's maybe, like, six pieces, and I'm probably two-thirds of – no, I'm one-third in – um, we'll see how far I get, but it is, I, I kind of love it, um, planning a little capsule around a trip, yeah. although 
Um, the kind folks on Instagram reminded me that London is probably going to be pretty rainy in October, and I had completely yep. not taken that into account. So I'll probably buy myself a rain jacket. <laughs> it's a good plan. Yeah. 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 For sure. How about you guys? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to actually call back to our last episode where we were talking about um, our fall trends and the fact that I'm really starting to feel this whole tamarack jacket thing. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's mm, not nice. it's not going to be an immediate thing because my immediate sojos need to be my travel my travel capsule. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking I might end up doing a tamarack jacket with a little bit of uh, machine embroidery detail and some fun stuff. I could tell that was going to happen because I could see you and then you had a vision. And as soon Ah. as you get, I think as soon as you get that far with things, it's hard to let go. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, my Sojo is as soon as I found out that the Zadie jumpsuit had a long sleeve option. That's my, my first like after wedding make. I need one Mm -hmm. of those so Mm -hmm. bad. So I'm, that's, you know. Love it. Gonna do it. Yeah. So excited. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now for our sew and tell. So in um in theme with what we're doing for the past couple episodes, we are going to do an Instagram live on our Instagram at sew and tell pod on September twenty sixth. And we'll answer um no, you'll answer. We'll read your answers. <laughs> Scott <laughs> oh, Don't mind Meg, she okay, has wedding so. brain. I know I do. Uh, I do have wedding brain. So, have you or are you planning on sewing jeans? Let us know. Um, email us sewandtellpodcast at peakmediapproperties.com. Leave a comment on our show notes page or our episode or on Instagram. Leave us a comment and we'll read your answers live. Yeah. And if you let us know yeah. too, are, if there are things that are intimidating yeah. you about the process. If you have a, a pattern that you really love that wasn't one of the ones we discussed today, let us yeah. know. Um, and we can, you know, have a little conversation about it. Yeah. And let us know if you'd rather have a seam or zipper pop in your wedding dress mm-hmm. or turban. Feel free to play along with yeah. our, our wedding along. lightning <laughs> round. Absolutely. We'd love to hear what your preferences are of yeah. the horrifying things that could happen mm-hmm. on your wedding day. Oh, but won't. Ugh. But won't. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. They won't. No. <laughs> All right, fun episode, you guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. All right. Gene it. Gene it. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. <laughs> so so the next time the next time we talk to Meg, she's gonna be a yes, married woman. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a married woman and I'm going to be excited that it's it's in, in the, the past. past. Yeah. It is uh, yeah. it's gonna be a fantastic Just day. Think about something else. Yeah. But it'll yeah. it'll be nice to be able to move on and, and start your life together i mean you already have life together but you know the next stage of your life more bunnies more bunnies (laughs) (laughs) yay all right all right happy stitching everyone bye-bye for links to everything we talked about in this episode go to our show notes page at sodaily.com slash so and tell if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at sewandtellpodcast at peakmediaproperties.com or visit us on Instagram at sewandtellpod. Answer our sewandtell question, tell us your sojo, or just leave us some feedback. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice. And please leave us a review, ideally a good one, because that helps listeners like you find our podcast. And tell your sewing friends about us too. Thanks for listening and happy stitching. Sew and Tell is produced by Meg Healy, Amanda Carestio, and me, Kate Zeinard. Our consulting producer is Ron Doyle, and our executive producer is Jared Mayer.